A common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katsimatidis and Cats at Night on 77 WABC. Well, we're back. And, uh, boy, I'm, I'm telling you, we have some show uh, going on today. And uh, do we have uh, uh, Charlie Gasparino on now? Yes. Charlie. What the heck is going on? I mean, uh, the price of oil went down almost $5 a barrel. The price of gas went down. Uh, is the jig up? Well, I mean, you know, sometimes price, the oil prices go down, and it's not good news. It means we're heading for a recession. And uh, the Fed's going to raise rates. Um, it's, you know, there's no doubt it's going to be 75 this time. And... Um, it's probably going to be 75 several times, at least twice. So I would say that, uh, you know, if you think, you know, listen, these one-day rallies, I mean, you know, we, we've had a, we've had a horrible uh, couple of weeks in the market. Um, I, I'm just saying that uh, I don't understand what will, you know, markets, markets will, um, will, you know, you can never say why the market's up one day, you know. It's often many reasons or why it's down, why it's down. It's often many reasons. I, I, I'm just saying that macro, what we're heading towards is not good, okay? I, I don't care which way you spin it. You know, maybe oil prices go down. Maybe it's because we're heading to a recession. That means lower corporate earnings, and that means stocks generally fall. Uh, Google CEO today just warned that uh, there could be more layoffs, and he's worried about, you know, ad, digital ad sales going down. I mean, these these numbers don't aren't exactly these warnings aren't exactly a buy signal. Charlie Aldamato, I want to ask you a question. When the Fed's raised the rate another three quarters of a point, right? What's the impact on the economy? Doesn't that fuel the recession? Yeah, but uh, yes, it does. And but remember, what they're saying now is this: if we don't fuel a recession, yep. um, we're going to have a worse recession in the future. Because if we can arrange a, a, a soft landing where we get rid of inflation and do something to take, take down the prices where we don't crash the economy, that's better than an inflation-induced recession like you had during the 70s. And you know, I'm old enough, you're old enough to remember that, where the, the, the economy had to crash really hard to get rid of you know, inflation. That was – it made no difference if you worked or not because – you know, your paycheck was being eaten up by much higher gas prices, much higher, much, much higher um, food prices. And it, as a matter of fact, all that caused a recession. So you had stagflation. So that's kind of where we're going with this. And, and the other thing is what you have here is very strange is you do have the Biden administration continuing to fuel inflation through fiscal policy. So that automatically guarantees they're going to start raising rates again significantly. And let's go over to what the heck is going on in California that they just announced, what was it, last week? They want to ban gas vehicles by 2035. And then yesterday, they're what, like code two, code red, that if people keep using their electricity, they're going to experience power outages. I mean, I don't need to be a nuclear scientist to know that we just can't sustain all this. I mean, what is going on? Nuclear power from. Yeah, nuclear scientists. I know, right? We need some <laughs> nuclear power. I don't think the windmills are going to cut it in the solar panels. And, you know, who I, I just don't understand. And now other 17 other states want to do the same thing as California. It would affect 100 million Americans. I'm all for, like, clean environment and all that stuff. But 
at, at what cost? And we have to like put the cart before the horse. Like, shouldn't you have the power there before you actually transition to it? Yeah, it would be too I mean, logical. I, I think the problem, the problem is that the Democrats want, wanted no transition to the zero carbon thing. And now that's coming back to bite them. You know, listen, the president has had a couple of good weeks. Some numbers look good. Gas prices are falling. But, you know, this is a long game. And I am telling you, the economic headwinds that are going into this, these midterms are insane. I mean, you have every major investor saying that profits of tech companies are going to come down. You have every major investor saying the Fed's going to raise 75 and another 75. You have the Fed saying that it's committed to a 2% um, inflation rate. That means a more, more, more rate increases. That means a recession. And because the Biden administration and Congress keeps inflating the economy to keep making it worse. Just take a look. Let me let me point out one thing. I've read a number of articles that indicate that starting now, the cost to heat your home, electric, gas, etc., going to go up two thousand dollars a year. And we're not talking about a fancy big home. So you take somebody middle income, you hit them with that. You hit them with the grocery prices going up. I, I want to tell you, try to get a turkey sandwich. Try to buy a pound of turkey, $14.5 a pound. Mm-hmm. Everything for the middle class. And I'll tell you, well, the spending has been, been pretty heavy now. It's the summer. But you watch and see how many restaurants close and places close because people cannot afford the well, prices that are being charged. That's why the Fed is raising rates. You can, you definitely, you can have an inflation. People think inflation is just for an overheated economy, but often inflation causes recessions because people just can't afford to do stuff. What? And what you're having, and listen, prices of gas, gas is going down because people are using less, so they're traveling less. They're probably not going on vacation as much. I mean, these are average they can't people. Afford it. They can't afford it. They can't go to restaurants. They're not going to be able to buy a house that they thought they well, could. That's definitely happening. A new survey came out that more than a third of Americans can barely, they're, because of inflation, it doesn't even cover basic necessities like food, water, and rent. Well, I mean, this is getting crazy. between reality and what's going on in the markets often. Often, you know, the markets are, listen, this is not a market that's really like run by rational human beings, just so you know. This is, these are, not, not that stock traders were ever rational, but... This is these are purely rational machines that are doing this, and who knows what buy button gets hit if the price of crude oil goes down to you know seventy seven dollars. Where where is it trading today, John? You would know this. A price of oil hit eighty two dollars today, and the price of natural gas went from ten to to like seven ninety five. Yeah, right. So there are there are algorithms that kick in at that that buy stocks. They just buy it across the board. So that's what you kind of had today. Now, does that mean that everything is hunky-dory? I'm telling you, we're, you know, maybe I'm a glass half full guy or glass half empty. I don't know, whatever that cliche is. I no, guess you're empty. right on. The worst is yet to come, and that's it's coming. Now, yeah, jo- John, think. you were on Maria Bartiromo today talking about Biden, or Biden's energy policy. I mean, what do you think? I mean, well, is- I, I said that the, the price of oil will continue to come down unless there's another war, and the Saudi Arabians are playing games. First, they authorized 100,000 barrels and then just to make Biden happy on his trip. Then they canceled it last night. So there's worldwide games being played, and that affects the supplies and it affects the... You know, it affects the prices. And, and, and like, uh, uh, Charles Gasparino said that the, 
uh, gasoline is down like 17% or something. But I like yeah, that but- line John used. You said that they're attacking our way of life. Yeah, yeah. Charlie, it's your, 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 it's your microphone. Uh, yeah, well, all I was going to say is that we had Larry Fink, the head of BlackRock, on yesterday, and he, we, me and uh, Liz Clayman interviewed him, and he said, listen, price of gas is coming down, but inflation is, in, is embedded in so many other aspects of the economy, and it's not that far down, just so you know. And so remember, this is this is a long game, and the Fed knows it's got real issues. So I would, if you're the average guy out there, you want to know where to put your money? Be really cautious right now because these head fakes are not, are, you know, they, they, they lure people in and then you get crushed because the professional traders know when to blow out. And, uh, and it, it, listen, I don't know if we can escape a recession. Here's one reason why we probably can't. The Biden administration will do nothing to um, deal with the supply side of the economy. It won't pump oil. It won't cut regulations. I'm not even calling for a tax, saying let's tax cut. Let's even let's lay back on regulations. Let's stop doing some of this punitive stuff on business. They won't do that because it's you know he's he's appointed you know some of the most radical people in regulatory positions that we've ever had. I mean the Biden administration in, from a from a just a, an ideological point point of view from in in their in the people who run the various regulatory agencies is more radical than anything in the Obama administration. Much more. The FTC has declared war on business. Read the editorial go. today in the Wall Street Journal. Lead editorial, Charlie. There you go. FTC, go down the line. FCC, the, you know, the Janet Yellen, use, who's never held a job, they, a real they job. Use the government, they use the governmental agencies and they declared war on our, our own American people yeah, and, our, I mean, and, and American business. For it now. And like I said, one day in the market, don't be fooled. I, you know, I've seen these these sort of rallies like this right before the financial crisis It. It, you know, the, the the overarching macroeconomic situation here is just not good. We have government spending a ton of money, okay? We have – so you have in inflationary fiscal policy, deflationary monetary policy, and that's going to whipsaw things. And the bottom line is the Fed is committed to 2%, okay? If you keep spending money – they're going to keep raising interest rates, and they're going to force the economy into yeah. a But instead of fixing the problem and, and flooding the market with crude oil from North America, like we talked about, fixing right. the problem, they're creating another problem for the American people and raising interest rates. That's my opinion. Well, they are. But, but John, if you don't get rid of inflation, you, you, you get Germany in the 30s. Thank you, Charlie Gasparino, and we'll catch up again soon, and we we both pray for America. Thank you so much. Thanks, John. And uh, coming up, we'll be speaking to the school superintendent for the Archdiocese of New York. Keep it right here. Cats at Night. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.